This is the Black Zone Mike's podcast. You are now on that crank. Good afternoon. Can you hear me? I can. Awesome. 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 <laughs> How are you feeling today? I am good. I am well. The pollen um, tried to take me down doing the 41 mile ride this morning, but I think I won. <laughs> All right. Awesome. I got in about, about the same amount of miles a day myself. Cool. All right. Let's get this thing popping, baby. All right, welcome to episode number 13 of Black Zone Bikes Podcast. You are now on that crank. And today, I have with me none other than Miss Chandrika Fee. How you doing today, ma'am? I am well. I'm grateful. Hello, everybody. <laughs> tell, them <where> you, <laughs> tell them where you're at. I am in Columbus, Georgia. She's right here with me, people. She's right here with me, right here in GA, baby. This is where I met him. <laughs> awesome. All right, so let's, let's get right into it. Uh, so where are you originally from? I am originally from Oklahoma City. Mm-hmm. Uh, moved here to serve a ministry and to finish school. Finish school. All right. Now yes, how... sir. I pursued a degree in biblical studies. Gotcha. Now, uh, briefly, just tell, tell us, now, I know that you spent some time overseas. Can you tell us about that real quickly? I um, got the, had the uh, privilege of spending time in China. Um, I spent two years in China teaching uh, oral English and um, planting a church. Um, Let me ask you, what, what, uh, what's oral English? Um, what we speak today, communication, the way we communicate, the um the way we speak it's oral means of obviously it means to uh speak aloud or okay. communicate aloud. and so um, i taught students how to communicate in english i taught freshman college students gotcha all righty now the second question is how long have you been cycling uh gosh um i'm thinking six to seven years um, but four years, very seriously. Okay. Who got you into cycling? I mean, was it something that you seen, heard, or like me, I was just like, man, I'm getting older, so I got to find a life sport. How did you actually, like I say, get into cycling? Well, while I was in China, um, I did a lot of traveling. Um, just kind of my being there opened my whole world up or opened me up to a whole new world. So, I did a lot of traveling um, before going to China. I was in church a lot um, as a minister, as a preacher's kid. So when I went to China, um, there was lots of opportunities to travel. So I was, you know, just outside a lot, outside a lot, going to different um, towns and um, traveling to other parts of the country, traveling even to Hong Kong. And so when I came back to the States, um, back to Columbus, I tried going back to the pews, tried going back to church as I did prior to being in China. Right. And I just didn't fit anymore. So I wanted to be outside. Um, I wanted to experience that sense of travel, if you will, or adventure 
um, yeah. on a weekly basis. So I went and bought a bike. Went to Walmart, bought a bike. Went to Walmart and bought a bike. That's uh, I hear a lot of people start from that uh, from that same place over either Target. For me, it was Target and Walmart too as well. Now, um, you actually went a couple of steps further than just cycling. You went from zero to hero. You went from cycling to swimming. I mean, from cycling to running to tries. So tell us about that evolution really quickly. Well, um, I started cycling and, uh, you know, I gave myself 16 mile ride and then it, from a 16 mile ride, I would connect with people and that turned into, um, you know, 19 miles or 20 and that 20 miles turned into 30 and that 30 turned into 50 and that 50 turned into 68, 68 turned into a hundred. And I started to do hundred mile rides. Well, I couldn't really top that. Um, so as I evolve or grow, um, I started, you know, seeking to do other things and to do a try was next. So I picked up running, um, cause I swim and ride regularly. I have for the last few years. So I just started learning how to run last, uh, September. Gotcha. Now you're a part of uh, black girls run. Is that? I am. <clears throat> yes. Now, when will you be doing your first try? Have you done your first try or you have it coming up? I have it coming up. It's in June. In June. Where is that going to be located? Cha- uh, Callaway Gardens. Callaway. Do a, my first try will be a, a sprint. Okay. Okay. So how do you know, can you tell us how many miles uh, running, cycling, and swimming the sprint is? Um, I don't know. And I'm kind of not uh, wanting to know on purpose. I got you. I got you. Don't want to be intimidated. Um, I just want to be prepared for every sport and uh, and and give it my best. I know I'm thinking the run is no less than three miles. Maybe right. the swim is 500 and maybe the cycling is nine miles or 10, maybe even 20. Right. I don't want to Honestly, I just want to show up and, and give it my best. I don't want to um, be anxious about it before I start. I got you. And I think you're you, you know, pretty close to, on those numbers. Uh, I said I was going to do a try here one day. It won't be this year, I don't think. But uh, <laughs> That would be I, cool. Yeah, I can swim, but um, I actually have to train for that 500, I'm sure. <clears throat> yeah. So you what does... It. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure I could do it, but oh, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I actually I actually and running too. I actually chose the Navy. I actually looked at the boot camp and said, Okay, who runs the less? That's actually how I chose my that field. That is amazing. Yeah, it is. That's actually how I chose which branch of service I was going to uh, go into. Yeah. Wow. So with all that said, getting coming bringing it back around to cycling. And one word or a couple of words, can you kind of sum up how does cycling make you feel? Um, Cycling. Okay, go ahead. Or what does it mean to you? Um, Cycling for me makes me feel the free that I am. Um, Oftentimes um, we're distracted from the freedom that we are. Um, if, and maybe I need to even speak more for myself. I, I feel that that place of existence, that is an, a freedom is an existence for me. 
And so, but not all the time do I get to focus on it. You know, there, there's laundry to fold and the yard needs to be cut and it's time to go to work and I got to get education and I have this project and that project. So right. when I cycle, I get to really um, live in or experience that freedom that I already am. And I think oftentimes people say, you know, um, it just allows me to be free. And that's not my story. I am free, but it allows me to focus on um, that place in which I exist. And so that's what it means to me. It's time to talk to God, uh, to re- be reflective, to to pull on wisdom, um, oftentimes riding with people. Um, it's an opportunity to learn from other people. It's an opportunity to build relationships. Um, cycling uh, should be a diverse sport. And so I enjoy the diversity um, that I experience um, riding with other people. So um, it's a lot of things. It's spiritual for me, even. Um, Even the unity that comes with riding in groups and um, the working together um, towards one goal um, is something that I really love. It's a a sense of worship, even for me, um, as we come together to, like I said, to accomplish one goal. That is right. to, you know, get somewhere and get back and um, have a lot and of how fun. we do that. Yeah. Have a lot of fun on the way. Yeah. Right. And uh, th- now that you mentioned that, um, you are also an ambassador for Ride on Bikes. Can you kind of briefly just kind of tell us you know, how you became an ambassador? What's the process of that too as well? Well, um, they just put out a, a, a you know, uh, clarion call. Hey, we're looking for some ambassadors for this year. They were asking for about 20. And honestly, I didn't think I would get it. I just applied for it. And, um, and they, I was accepted as one of the ambassadors and nothing has changed. I'm just, um, as much an advocate for cycling as I was, um, before I got the, uh, got the, uh, the will, if you will, the go to become an ambassador is to now have a name for it. So, um, I'm just an advocate for cycling. I love it. So, um, I'm now there's a name for it. Right. Well, I think that's, <clears throat> I think that's awesome, man. I think that's awesome. Cause you're definitely, uh, an ambassador for cycling in my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously. Cause you just, I mean, just riding you, when we do go ride, you always, uh, are mindful of the beginners and actually everyone in the group. So, you know what I'm saying? I applaud you for that. Thank you so much. Now, how many people have you or do you think you've introduced into cycling? Um, that I can recall just two, uh, but I've been told that there's more. <laughs> so um, I don't know. You know, I don't keep up with it. I just, um, you know, present it as an opportunity as far as I can. You know, I mean, maybe three or four or five. I don't know. Um, some people that I've introduced to it don't live here anymore, so I, it's hard to kind of keep up with. Um, introduce them though, so it still it still matters. Uh, gosh, you know, you know we're helping I, the lifestyle. Go ahead. Yeah, it's really about um, people like say change of lifestyle and and enjoy the sport that we love. Right, right. Um, I think that when when you love it that much, it's mm-hmm. kind of hard to keep up with who you've introduced or how many. You just want people to enjoy it. You know, you just want to pull in as many people as possible. Right. Well, and the reason why I ask that is because I've actually, in the past uh, couple of weeks, just actually started making a, a you know, conscious effort to, you know, 
stop and meet people and say, hey, hello. Because, uh, you know, a lot of times when we're out on the trail, we're actually just concentrating on our ride, you know, if we start out below. So mm-hmm. I actually around quite a bit. You probably can see that on <laughs> on Instagram, stuff like that. And they actually ride, you know, uh, chase people down. Like, hey, how you doing? You know, pull, and they're kind of looking at me crazy at first, but I love it, man. I love it. That's awesome. I, I enjoy um, the pictures and, uh, you know, you know me, I speak to the people you do post. If they, if you tag them, I'll say hello to them. And I've asked the last, ask about the uh, last couple you posted. I asked them, where are they being? You know, right. so. <laughs> I've seen that. <laughs> I'm glad that you, you know slow down a little I love to go really fast. So in that moment when I'm cycling, I am focused on what I'm doing. But, you know, aside from actually being on my bike, uh, I just left the, a barbecue where I, you know, ask people to come along. I will walk you through it, walk with you through it, introduce you to it, ride with you, every anything you need, I will help. Right. Don't bother me when I'm on my bike, though. <laughs> Yeah, that's a, I mean, there's those, there's those days, you know, when I'm just, you know, folks can just kind of throw your hand up and keep going. But, uh, right. Just trying to get better at speaking and building community. Right. Yeah. Now, since you started cycling and being more active, has it changed your eating habits at all? Or, yeah, and your focus on your nutritional uh, intake? Well, you know, definitely, especially since I've started to, um, since I've started to uh, prepare or train for a try, I've had to concentrate on my nutritional intake. I think, I don't think cycling that, well, I've just had to be more conscious. Maybe it didn't change how I ate, but I definitely had to be more conscious. So if I knew the day before, you know, or two days before that I was going to ride in a hundred mile race, then I need to make sure I have pasta in my refrigerator or go somewhere and have pasta. I need to make sure I keep carbs, you know, in my system because I know the next day I'm going to need them. Um, but it's not something, it didn't change, you know, um, you know, how I ate just on a regular basis. It just made me be more conscious. Um, if I know that Tuesday night I'm riding, I need to make sure the night before that I eat well, I know that my energy is coming from the food that I ate the night before, not that day. And so, you know, things like that. But it didn't change me, change, you know, my daily uh, intake. I've recently became a vegetarian and it wasn't because of cycling. It was um, because I was just challenged in a conversation to try it. Okay. So, um, you know, I've had to learn how to be a vegetarian and be as active as I am. And that has been a very good, fun challenge. Right. Um, Right. I, I, I've, I've really come to love the challenge. Did that, you know, um, going into being a vegetarian, did it cause you to start to learn to read labels? Um, like products, did you pay more attention to that now? Do you pay more attention to that now? I know, and only because I, but being a vegetarian is just about not eating meat. I think you you have to read those labels when you are vegan because um, you have to make sure there's, you know, gluten, no gluten and no wheat and no eggs and dairy and things like that. I'm not that far. I got you. So I just choose to eat no meat. So um, that's hard. It's not I mean, it's easy just to walk past the meat section. Yeah. 
Now, yeah. did you did you feel a um, slight decline in your energy when you became a vegetarian? So now, do you have to uh, be more conscious of trying to take in more protein? And where do you get that from? If you do, I do have to be more conscious um, in how I uh, take my protein. If if there there was a decline in energy, um, but I just didn't know that it was from that. You know. Right. I had to figure that out. It's because I made this change. Right. And so, uh, um, but I just walked it out. I just walked out the process. I knew that I was committed to learning about this. So, um, yeah, I just kept introducing protein. Um, I, I keep beans in the cabinet. I, I cook them. Um, I buy frozen protein um, uh products that are quick i um can give us have an, can you give us an example of one um one of the things i buy that's quick to eat um that i can warm up is called again i have i have it in my freezer i have to go and look and see yeah, yeah. it's called uh, sweet earth it's a protein lovers functional breakfast burrito gotcha. functional is probably is the good? key word is it good I love it. Um, it's cage-free eggs, uh, quinoa, cheddar cheese, and meatless benevolent bacon and Tuscan savory grounds, et cetera, et cetera. It says um, it's the Hold flavor on. of a meat lover's pizza. Hold on one second. Meatless benevolent bacon. Bacon. Okay. I'm going to have to wrap my head around. I have to Google that one. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> Definitely have to but it's, it's a, it says protein lovers, you know, so it's a, you don't, you don't really taste any bacon. Um, Superfoods in it are red bell pepper, basil, fire roasted uh, tomatoes, quinoa, which is full of protein and flaxseed. Find it. Say that again. Where did you find it? At what store? Publix um, is where I found it first. And um, and but I was at Walmart the other day. It's cheaper at Walmart. Go figure. Publix is over three dollars. Okay. At Walmart, it's uh, under under three, way under three. They did they have a pretty good selection of um of uh, of good uh, flavors. It seems as though there are only maybe about four. I always get the breakfast burrito. They have one with tofu in it. Okay. No try. I don't like that. Because the tofu feels a little rubbery. Yeah. All righty. All right. Now here's another question. Because I get this, or I see these in posts a lot in um in uh, Facebook groups and stuff a lot. Do you ride with or without music? I ride without music. Um, reason being is, well, I started riding with music at first, and one day I accidentally left um, my earphones and. Um, got addicted to the wind being my music. I love to hear that wind in my ears. Love yeah. it. Yeah. Um, and I've not not uh, used earphones since. Yeah, I mean the the wind and those that buzz of those tires, man. It's, it's adrenaline. <laughs> <laughs> or the sound of my chain rotating. Right. Right. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely shouldn't ride with music in your ears if you're with someone. Yeah, I, I find that to be kind of rude. Yes. 
and very uh, it can be unsafe too as well. All yeah. Right. So we've had this discussion with Miss Chandrika today. Now, before you go, is there anything that you want to um, tell someone that's thinking about getting into cycling and buying a bike? Well, um, definitely connect with uh, someone else who is more experienced. I would not suggest going into a bike shop. I wouldn't even suggest going to Walmart like I did or to Target like you did. To really connect with somebody, someone who is experienced, who's doing it, who does it faithfully and consistently. Ask questions. Um, hopefully they'd be willing to walk through it with you. I've gone to the bike shop with my two friends that I can recall um, to help them pick out bikes and giving right. them advice on what they can buy in the store rather than online or what they can buy online rather than in the store. Mm-hmm. So connect with someone um, who who's already doing it, someone personal um, that you know that you can trust that will help you walk through it, that's passionate about it and want, you know, want you to have the best experience. Um, one of my friends just learned to clip in um, and uh, she was uh, taught to clip in. She practiced clipping in at the store um, like I did, but there was no one there for me when I clipped in um, to ride outside on the street. So my first time I hit the ground, hit the immediately, um, just immediately hit the floor, hit the ground, hurt myself. And I hit the ground twice trying to learn how to ride while the bike was moving and clipping in. So um, I met up with her um, at a track and field and where she could, you know, use the track to build, to start, get some momentum and then, you know, ride it onto the field. So if she fell over, she wouldn't fall on concrete, but there was nobody to tell me that. So you have to connect with people. So that night, that was her first, that was this last Thursday, first time clipping in um, that earlier that day and we're actually rolling on the bike. Later on that night, we went riding on a 26 mile ride. She rode the entire 26 miles without falling. That That is is unheard of. Yeah, that's definitely unheard of. Was it, was it Yes. Yes. It was Adrian or Tammy? Adrian. Oh, okay. Yeah. I yeah. Know, so, I was talking about that on that ride. She was a little nervous about that. <laughs> yeah. But it's about being connected. You know, it's about asking questions and communicating and, you know, not isolating yourself. You know, I want to get into cycling and just go and buy and do and be and, um, and not really know what you're getting into. So I got to help her not do some of the things that I did, you know, not make the mistakes that I made. Um, and people are finding it was was rewarding for me to see her you know ride that long and ride heels and not fall and get all the way back to the car and not fall it was that was rewarding even for myself yes and people are you find there's um the people in the community are more than willing to share their knowledge and to help you in a wilder way to give their time so for all the listeners, don't think that, you know, you've seen your friend cycling and you want to call them and say, hey, I need some help. You're not bothering. They're going to actually probably jump at the opportunity to help you. Yes. If they are committed and uh, serious riders, then they definitely have a heart to see you be the same. So don't be intimidated by them. And I'm just starting. So they probably are going to be. Don't do that. Call, reach out. 
connect and let someone help you. Exactly. Exactly. Well, all right, Miss Shandrika Fee. <laughs> Make sure I get that right. Is there anything <laughs> else that um, that you want to share that maybe I left out or a question I didn't ask or anything like that? Um, not that I could think of. I, I no, I, I think I'm I'm good. Um, with answering the questions you asked. Well, awesome, awesome, and we definitely want to say good luck to you on your first try. Coming Thank up you. Soon in Callaway Gardens. Which is about uh, about forty miles north of uh, Columbus. Is it that far? Forty. Yeah. yeah, I think it's about forty miles. Okay. Somewhere off in that 30, 40, 40 miles something. It like doesn't that. feel like it, you know. It doesn't feel like it's that far. You know, when that's you drive. A, yeah, when you're driving. <laughs> you start heading up those uh, roads on that bike, you're gonna run to some hills. <laughs> and then, and then you'll feel like it's forty miles north. Exactly, because you know it's um, it gets more hilly as you head towards you know Pine Mountain and Atlanta way. So, right, right. All right, like I said, thank you so so much for getting on here and sharing your information and how you got started um, into cycling. I know it's going to help some other newcomers to this sport that we love. All right, sure. All righty. Well, hang tight, and I'll uh, hit you back in just a second. So just want to say thank all of the listeners. Well, I want to thank all of the listeners to listen to episode number 13 with Miss Chandrika Fee, all right? And we'll see you guys on the next episode. Bye-bye.